0: Survivor Series War Games. Let's react to it. Evan Roberts Podcast. Uh, It's not an instant reaction because ever since Triple H decided to make these pay-per-view events, premium live events, Saturday night, it becomes a little bit more difficult to watch the premium live event and then react to it instantly. Because believe it or not, this may be very, very surprising to hear. I totally understand being in shock by hearing this. Sometimes I have a life, besides sports. Sometimes me and my wife actually go out and have fun. And on this particular Saturday night, we were living it up in New York City. So there was no chance I was watching Survivor Series War Games live. But I am a wrestling fan, and I knew there would be a moment where I'd get a chance to sit down and watch this event, which I did Very, 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 very late Saturday night after we had basically passed out, and then I continued it Sunday morning, and I finished the event, and so it's about a day later reaction to Survivor Series. First of all, before even commenting on the event, the good, the bad, all that, I love the fact that they changed the concept of the event. For the last half a decade, for some reason, and it's driven me nuts, and You can go back in the archives of the Evan Roberts podcast when I did reactions to Survivor Series 2021, Survivor Series 2020, Survivor Series 2019. Every single time, I'd bitch about the fact that no one gives a rat's ass about Raw versus SmackDown. That that was something the WWE thought we cared about. We don't. So why did they insist on giving us these kind of make-believe rivalries, even when they got NXT involved that one year. It just, it didn't matter. They also would have, when there were two titles before Roman Unified it at Mania, they'd also have the WWE champion versus the Universal champion with neither title on the line. And it felt like a waste. So a few months ago when it was announced, Survivor Series, War Games, and Triple H even said, hey, it's just going to be a part of the storyline, I was already intrigued. So, number one, eliminating Raw versus SmackDown, best thing they've done. And I know there still technically is a Raw roster and a SmackDown roster, but the lines have been blurred. They've been blurred enough where I I can't tell you who's on Raw and SmackDown. None of us know, which is a good thing. You know, you only have one champion, so it's a good thing they've done that. Number two, I love the fact now, and this is clearly a Triple H thing. Vince would never do this, would never allow it that they are embracing the history of WCW. When they brought back War Games for NXT a few years ago, that was a Triple H thing. That wasn't a Vince McMahon thing. And he said, hey, that was a pretty good concept that WCW had. Why don't we use it all these years later? And for most people watching, they don't remember WCW. So we could let them know this was a part of pro wrestling history, but it's not as if they're even that familiar with the concept of the War Games match. I have to admit, even though I watched WCW back in the days and I know what war games is, I couldn't even tell you the rules. I think because they changed the rules all the time. That's probably the reason. I mean, how many times did they change it? But it was always a great concept to have, especially in WCW, where you had kind of gang warfare, when you had the horsemen and you had the NWO and you had Team WCW to have a big match. In the two rings, in the big cage. It was a cool concept. So, for WWE to embrace that is a very good thing. I always thought that they should have embraced some of the cool pay per view names they had back in the day, whether it's Starcade or Halloween Havoc or Bash at the Beach. And they sort of have, but not in the way it deserves. They had Halloween Havoc as uh, an NXT pay per view, they had Starcade as a glorified house show that was put on the network. So, It's not like they've thrown it all in the trash can, but they haven't kind of used it in a big enough way to take Survivor Series, which, let's face it, has been a stale event for the last five years, and the Survivor Series match has become a stale match over more than five years, really the last 20 years, and to kind of keep the concept of team versus team but make it different with the War Games match, before even knowing who was going to be in the matches and the storylines involved, was a great idea. So I handed it to Triple H. And I'm not trying to just compliment anything Triple H does. I'm watching the product. I'm going to tell you what I like. And I thought this was a really, really cool concept going in. That we were going to get a War Games match. We branded Survivor Series, Survivor Series War Games. And the five-on-five elimination match, let's all be honest, when was the last time The five-on-five elimination match. The Survivor Series match. When was the last time it was cool? You know, back in the mid-90s, early 90s, we didn't need a title on the line. But I think in this society we live in now, we need something on the line. You know? There needs to be something that's out there. You know, and in the past, they've had the winning team is going to become Raw GM. The losing team's faction has to disband like they did with The Authority So they've always needed to attach some kind of stipulation. When you have good storytelling, you don't need a stipulation. And we haven't had that in a long time. And that's the proof that Survivor Series War Games was a success. Because you have one unified champion in Roman Reigns. He was not defending the title. And most of the time... You need them defending the title. It's very difficult to get into an event that doesn't feature the major championship on the line. And yet they somehow managed to have a match with a storyline that was so freaking good that you didn't even miss the fact that the title wasn't on the line. And I don't know when they thought this was a hit or how they thought it was a hit or when it actually became a hit. But the Sami Zayn bloodline story is a hit. It it is an absolute hit. And maybe the moment where it really took off was the he hasn't been feeling oozy lately line to where everybody had to break character because they thought it was the funniest thing ever. But rarely, especially over the last few years, have you had a storyline that resonates like this. But here's the coolest part to me about the Sami Zayn bloodline storyline and all good wrestling stories in the past. It had an obvious ending and it didn't matter because you were so enthralled by the storytelling that you just couldn't wait for that ending. You couldn't wait for Batista to tell Triple H, I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to beat your ass. You couldn't wait for Kevin Owens to turn on Chris Jericho. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait for the macho man to turn on Hulk Hogan. And yet, those are three of the great storylines of all time. And yet, we knew what the obvious ending was. What is very intriguing about the Sami Zayn bloodline story is none of us know what the ending is. And I could sit here right now and make arguments on five different ways this story should end. Should it end with Sami Zayn, who showed so much Pain in deciding to stick with the bloodline in the War Games match. Should he just eventually reunite with Kevin Owens? Okay, I guess. Should they eventually challenge the Usos for the Undisputed Tag Team Championship? I guess. Or should we get the ultimate here? And I don't know if they have the balls to do it. And that's Sami Zayn ultimately is the guy who takes the belts away from Roman Reigns. Or at least challenges Roman Reigns for the undisputed championship. And I'm not sure if they know. But here's what I know. They got to milk this thing long, long, and long. Like, I wouldn't stop now. I know you got Royal Rumble in a few months. You got WrestleMania around the corner. And ultimately, WrestleMania is your big blow-off moment. But... Maybe Sami Zayn as the honorary Uso or the honorary Bloodline member, and now he becomes a permanent Bloodline member because of the loyalty he showed at Survivor Series. Maybe this thing has to continue for like eight more months. I think it almost has to because it's the best thing going. The best part of that main event was that, especially the way it was set up, the bill towards... Jay Uso is pissed off. or Was it Jay Uso or Jimmy Uso? I I, I apologize. I get confused sometimes. One of the Usos was upset that Sami Zayn is talking to Kevin Owens and Roman talks to him in that very quiet, Don-like way. And you're not sure, are they going to turn on him? Is he going to turn on them? What the hell's going to happen? And of course, he's you know hitting Kevin Owens with a low blow. He's kick hitting him with the big kick. He's handing him over to Uso. And then they're all celebrating after the match. It's freaking brilliant stuff. The Roman Reigns heel turn two and a half years ago has been the best programming. But now they've added another layer to this. That's just great stuff. And sometimes what you have to do with that is just keep it going. Keep it going. couple of thoughts on what they could do in a little bit. As far as the rest of the card was concerned, they kicked it off with the women's war games match. The whole concept of war games is still a little weird. And like I've said, I feel like they've changed the rules a million times back in the day. One team has an advantage. It's a match, but the match really doesn't start till everybody's in the ring, and everybody isn't in, in the ring until like 20 minutes in. So it's kind of a weird concept. Why are you beating the crap out of somebody if you can't win the match? That It is a little strange, you have to admit. With that said, the image of the two rings, the giant cage, it's cool. A lot of chairs involved, tables involved, and the women's match was fine. It was a good match. Good to see Becky Lynch back. I guess eventually we'll see Becky Lynch against Bailey. That'll be a big feud. The AJ Styles-Finn Balor match was fine. Good 20-minute match with AJ beating Finn Balor. Uh, Ronda Rousey against Shotzi kind of sucked. Where, where's that leading? Is Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler eventually just going to turn on each other, and that's a WrestleMania match? The triple threat match for the U.S. title was a very good match, and it's curious to see what they've done with Austin Theory besides giving him Austin back. You know He's cashing in oddly for a mid-card belt, tries to explain it away, fails in on the cash-in, but then beats Rollins and Lashley. It was a really good match, though. And triple threat matches kind of give that to you because you get one guy who can rest and then show up out of nowhere after one guy does a finishing move on the other. So now Theory's the U.S. champion. How long of a push does he get with it? We'll see. But very good match. And the war games match, the men's war games match, wasn't that great. I think what worked is the ending. What worked was the, the question of what's going to happen. Who's going to do what? And Sammy getting the job done for the bloodline was cool. And it was a great ending. And now we just get used to every premium live event ending with that awesome Roman Reigns song. As far as what they should do, here's what I'm thinking. Here's my, my booking idea. I assume they have the rock. In their back pocket. And I know we've talked about that for a while. That that's a great payoff for the Roman Reigns feud. It's not. Or the Roman Reigns heel turn. It's not really a payoff though. Because Roman Reigns is going to beat The Rock. And I think we all have to understand that. And that's why Roman remaining champion. Going into that match works. Like there's no way. Nor should he. Should The Rock win that match. He's not. I think it'll be a great build. There'll be some great. Segments between Rock and Roman in the bloodline. And I think ultimately they could put together a really good match. But 100% Roman Reigns is going to beat him. And he should. This is not a decade ago when The Rock came back and had that title run where he beat CM Punk, who had the long championship uh, run that he had. And I know that pissed a lot of people off. CM Punk has this 400-plus day run as champion, and it's a part-timer coming back to beat him. They shouldn't have done that. I think it was a big mistake. It was a big mistake even having John Cena and The Rock fight for a second time. They probably should have just had Rock, CM Punk at WrestleMania with CM Punk beating him. But okay, they didn't do that. The Roman Rock match at Mania, if they conceal it, it's another way for Roman to become and look like the greatest champion in the history of the company. That's what it is. To me, it's similar to beating John Cena at SummerSlam a year and a half ago. No one thought John Cena was going to win, nor should he win. I think The Rock's the same way. And so, you know, I've talked to friends about this, the idea of, well, they should get the belt off Roman before he fights Rock. Why? There's no reason to. You're only doing that if you think The Rock's going to beat him and you don't want to put the belt on The Rock. The other thought is, well, we should have a title match plus the Roman-Rock match. I disagree, and I'll tell you why. Whatever that title match is, it's been minimized because Roman Rock is the main event. Look what happened at WrestleMania 18 when Hulk Hogan is back at WrestleMania fighting The Rock. That was the main event. They may not have put it on last, but it was. And so it minimized the Triple H-Chris Jericho match. So if you take the belt off, Roman, and let's say it's Drew McIntyre against, you know, name the guy. Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins. Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre. Want to go with that? Drew McIntyre gets the belt off Roman. Uh, Cody comes back, wins the Rumble. It's Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre for the Undisputed Championship. That's not the main event over Roman Reigns Rock. It's not. So you've minimized it. So to me, the belt remains on Roman. Roman fights Rocket Mania, beats him. And now we... (laughs) I can't believe it's going to be a three-year run. But yeah, we march towards the summer of 23 and maybe SummerSlam 2023 is that moment where we take the belt off Roman, whether it's Cody Rhodes or it's somebody else. But here's what I think I would do. I would have Sami Zayn win the Royal Rumble. All right? So Sami's won the Rumble. The crowd loves it. And the Usos and the Bloodline, they don't know what to think. Like, what does this mean? What what does this mean? And Sami Zayn says, I'm not fighting my guy. I can't do it. I'm loyal to the Bloodline. And he says, I may have won the Rumble. I will not cash in that victory at WrestleMania. And as he's kind of announcing that to the crowd, explaining why he can't do it, much to the chagrin of the crowd, that's when The Rock comes back. And that's how you bring The Rock back. And I think the potential of The Rock and Sami Zayn having segments and back and forth, you know, basically The Rock saying, who in the blue hell are you? How are you not doing this? And then you eventually get The Rock and Roman Reigns. Sami does not fight for the title at WrestleMania, but he's won the Royal Rumble. Roman beats the Rock at WrestleMania and sometime after WrestleMania as a guy who has won the Royal Rumble but still doesn't feel appreciated by Roman Reigns. That's when he says, I want you for the title. I've earned my shot. And maybe it's Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Now, obviously, there's some kind of booking in the middle to get you there. But that's something unique. That's something different. Guy wins the Royal Rumble and doesn't fight for the championship. And that's a way to kind of bring The Rock back. And I think The Rock and Sami Zayn could have great potential together. Not to fight, but just the mic skills back and forth between them. Here's the bottom line, though. This is the most intriguing WWE storyline we've seen in a very long time. That's really what it comes down to. And so it's got my mind working. It's got your mind working. It's created all these different unique possibilities for how they want to book this moving forward. So overall, I thought Survivor Series was pretty good because they gave you a storyline that was so good that you weren't even mad there wasn't a championship, a big WWE Universal Championship match. I assume Roman and Kevin Owens will have a little bit of a feud with the, the Sammy Factor mixed in, but I stand by it. I do not turn Sami Zayn, not quite yet. Ride this thing just a little bit more. So overall, I give Survivor Series War Games a decent grade. I say it was a B plus. Nice, fun, entertaining event. Thank you for listening to a little reaction to Survivor Series here on the Evan Roberts Podcast.